Welcome to What Are You Playing, where we tell you the titles we're working through. Be they old or be they new, listen, learn, and ask a question or two. I am Yoko, and I have started my final class for grad school. I am Super, and I have been covered in GameCube parts all day. That sounds wrong. Anyway, it is the first What Are You Playing of 2013. We were coming off the Game of the Year Awards, where we had our little mini year retrospective thing. And What Are You Playing is part of the Show Me Your News Network. This is episode 13 of the podcast. And this is Saturday, January 12th, 2013. You might have noticed a certain voice that is normally on this show that is absent today. Sort of. Uh, Tony decided to get a new microphone, and he ditched his old one. You know, that that worked. Well, this one does not work for whatever reason, and we're starting a little late over at Livestream.com slash Show Me Your News. And so we brought a guest on the show very last minute, and we're very fortunate he could join us. Uh, Please welcome Major Moses. Hello. Good to be back. Yeah, we've had you on Show Me Your News before. Is this your first time on What Are You Playing? Uh, it is, yeah. It's actually so, been yeah. almost a uh, year. Wow. Almost exactly. Wow. Yeah, it you... was 100, 107. That's right. Well, I mean, that was we started 102 wow. uh, at the beginning of 2012 for that show. But yeah, you did the, the Show Me Your News manga, which is great. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I remember that. It was good times. Yeah, yeah. That's great, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I was going to quote that comic for a moment, but then I realized probably not in the best taste. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, this is a show that you can get away with that kind of stuff, but... That is true. <laughs> Anywho, we want to thank you for you know joining us you know, so last minute. I think we were just going to have no it problem. be easy and have it be, you know, uh, super Tony and I, but... And it's not like Tony isn't here. Well, Tony is lurking. He, he wants to hear the show, he just can't... Hey, hey, Tony, switch your mic on and off to say hi. Anything? Um, no, oh. I think he walked away. No. I, I think I think he's literally crying in the corner or something. <laughs> Maybe. There oh. he goes. Oh, there you go. One more time. This is some more. Thanks, Tony. Stuff wow, this is this is. I don't, <laughs> this is pro. <laughs> even when pro he's show. not, even when he's not here, we're grinding the show to a halt. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about the games we're playing recently. Uh, what are you playing? Um, give a little mini review of what we've been. Playing in the video game world, we start with Super. What uh, are you playing? What am I playing? Since I missed the last episode, uh, you would think I would have a long list, a laundry list of games that I have. I don't. Um, since the last time, I was playing a couple tournaments. And for the most part, I haven't been able to play many games simply because I had finals, and then I had family, and then I had work, and then I had family again. And I haven't really had a whole lot of time just to sit down and game, which means my list is actually absurdly short, but it's a little bit eclectic. So we're going to start this list off with the first game that uh, you might ex- that you might not expect from me is I have been playing Donkey Kong Country 2. And for those who f- kind of see that as a kind of a familiar name as of recent, uh, it's actually because of the uh, Game Grumps. Uh-huh. Uh, they recently rage quit the game. Really? Uh, as of as of this uh, as of this show, they rage quit the sh- the game in the uh, gloomy gulch level, 
I don't remember exactly what it was called. Uh, I just call it Gloomy Gulch. I believe that might be just one of the names of the thing. Uh, I don't know. They lost at the Gusty Gulch level. And that's where they rage quit. But uh, I haven't played that game in a long time. Apparently that hasn't mattered. Uh, but it did matter for my friend who I was playing with. That was probably one of the most interesting things. I ended up being uh, the Dixie Kong character, and I actually, had, through the years, I've actually preferred to play Diddy because he is slightly faster in all respects. Faster run speed, faster climb speed, um, and I love his cartwheel. Uh, Dixie his is... dash slower. attack, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his, uh, Dixie is slower. Her hair twirl is very, very awkward to use, especially at startup. And uh, I just really like using Diddy a lot more. Uh, but kind of in a kind of in a I should mention when I was about to say this the second game, very similar game, Donkey Kong Land Two. Hmm. Um, I should mention I have never purchased this game, but I have two carts of it. I this have, is for Game Boy Color. Yes. Okay. I have no idea where I've gotten these carts. <laughs> Zero clue. I have two carts of Donkey Kong Land 2, and I have never purchased the game. Man. I mean, I wish that was, like, a curse I would have with like, some games. Well, it's no? such an old game. I mean, I, 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 there was a point in my life where, you know, I stumbled across four games all at once. And actually, that's happened twice. Uh, once uh, when I was younger, and once it was four DS titles. Uh, none of them were any good, but still. Uh, first time in my life, I was spelunking in an abandoned trailer park. Uh, I was pretty young when I did that. It was a lot of fun. Found Pokemon. That sounds Blue. like a TLC show. Yeah, even kind of. It was like a destroyed place, glass all over the place. I'm like ten or eleven, but uh, no, I found four Game Boy games back then. It was uh, Tetris, Hook, Pokemon Blue, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. I think it was. Mm. Uh, but and but Donkey Kong Land 2 wasn't among those, so I still have no to this date no idea where I came up with the second or both copies. I just know that one of them is run through the wash every single time. Like I find it, I put it in my pocket, I forget it's there, and it goes to the wash. Great. Um, yeah, um, it still works, but the save battery doesn't work. I got about to uh, cram Quay in the cart version. It's actually really good. I was surprised at the quality of the Game Boy title. Because I remember playing Donkey Kong Land 1. I don't remember where I played it. I just remember it was being an awful game. Hmm. Uh, Donkey Kong Land 2, the most interesting about, thing about it is that its sprites are highly detailed for a Game Boy Color game. Which makes it a bit harder because, number one, the screen is so much smaller. So you can't really see a lot of the things. And if you, in a vertical level, if you fall off a platform, you will fall faster than the screen can scroll. Oh. And if you fall beyond the bottom of the screen, you die. Even if there's, like, no way, there's no, there's no bottomless pits in the level, if you fall faster than the bottom, since you fall faster than the bottom of the screen, if you fall below it, you die. Hmm. It's, uh, it's something that plagued all three game, Donkey Kong Land games. Uh, but it's, it's kind of interesting. But uh, otherwise, it's a really good game. Obviously, it's not as, you know, you only have two buttons back in the day. Right. Uh, which means you can cartwheel, you can jump, and you can cartwheel jump. 
and you can climb and all that, but you don't have the monkey team up. Uh, you only have one uh, monkey on the team on the screen at one to- at once, and uh, there's something else you could have done back in the day that you can't do now. I don't remember what it was. It was on the top. It was at the fore of my brain. Now it's gone, but I think it involved just more buttons. It makes me think uh, of that uh, that rumor with. You know, maybe Donkey Kong Land returns for. I've I've 3DS. heard that rumor. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually behind that rumor. I I I'm gonna go ahead and take that as fact, because that would seem like a really good idea at the time. Mm-hmm. Just you kind of ride that wave. You've got uh, Retro Studios working on it. You know, it's going to be a quality title, and I think that it's time for some good platformers to return to uh, the to to kind of return to. Um, Portable gaming. Right. Um, I'm not going to count New Super Mario Brothers 2 or uh, Super Mario 3D Land as I mean, good platformers because, from what I hear, it's a, they're both solid platformers, but I wouldn't say they're good. I've I mean, Rayman, Rayman Origins was great, but you know those releases were so delayed on portable systems. That I didn't just, realize that they were actually out on portable. Yeah, I, yeah, they I, came out like a year or two after, so. No one has ever mentioned to me that those actually came out on portable devices, so I guess the strong platformers have been on the devices. Uh, I rescind my original point, but at the same time, um, something that isn't a port of a... Con- even though it's kind of funny to say that Donkey Kong Land and Donkey Kong Country Returns... Uh, Wait, it's that- still... Dark is saying it's still not out on 3DS. I could have sworn it was. I know, a- it is, I know it is on Vita. Okay. Um, but I, I could have sworn it was so out Tony on is saying that it is. There you go. Tony, from the live stream chat. <laughs> there we go. Okay. And uh, last but not least on my what are you plans okay. is, of course, I've mentioned it enough on every other show, Project M 2.5. And oh man, have I been playing the crap out of this game. Uh, Ooh, I, it, is, yeah, it is so fun. I am... I think it's the funny thing is uh, I've been following a lot of the a lot of people talking about the game and a lot of people and just a lot of that. I'm kind of amused that in 64 and in Brawl and for a long time in Melee, Mario was my main character. And you would think that Mario being my main character in Brawl when transferred over to Project M where he's a much better character, I'd keep playing him. Sort of. I went back to Sheik, and I am really quite good with Sheik in that game. Not to toot your own horn or anything. Not to toot my own horn. I'm 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 not a high level player yet, uh, but he's just so much fun. Really works for my play style, and it's kind of amusing because I've been I've been watching a lot of the a lot of players talking about the game, and so far Mario in Project M is quoted as higher tier than Sheik. Right now, mm. um, it's Fox at the highest tier, Falco second, Mario third. Really? Yes. Huh. That's a lot of reports are saying that Mar- are sending Mario right there at the top. Very few are saying that he's anywhere lower than that. Um, some one of them, like one report, is like, "Yeah, Mario's 15th. I'm like, eh, "I'm not too <laughs> sure about that." Um, but I will say right now that placement is going to fall. For, it's going to fall not too long from now. Um, my, it's probably it's much the same as where Link was 
Mm. Early on in the game, Link was top tier. Right. And people started learning how to speed, sweet spot the edge. Mario's cape is so awesome in Project M, but it loses a lot of its amazingness when you're not when you're sweet spotting edges. I mean, if you don't sweet spot an edge, Mario can cape you all day long. And you're dead. Um, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, Mario's got a lot more tools than he used to, and the cape is better than it was in Melee. Way better than it was in Melee. But it's just—it's so—he's such a solid character. People are questioning the Link top tier. You're referring to the early days of Melee, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, thought you were talking about him being now? top no. tier in Project M. No. No. Um, Link is. Link, Link is, is really not, good. He's very good, but I don't really see him too high. He's still got a lot of the problems he had back in the day. Uh, but he's still so very strong. He's a very strong character. I really, you know, those I really arrows. Him. I really hate fighting him. At the same time, though, I really love fighting Link because he's always such a wonderful challenge. Yeah. He doesn't feel broken. He's a very balanced character. Another one I can say, uh, Diddy Kong. I love Diddy Kong. I hated him in Brawl. <laughs> I love Diddy Kong. But um, my fun character used to be Sonic. I'm actually picking up 2.5 Sonic a little bit more. I hated 2.5 Sonic to begin with. Mm. Um, but when it comes down to it, uh, I am having just a ball with Wario. So I was not expecting that. <laughs> so fun. Oh my gosh, all day long. And you know what my favorite thing to do with Wario is? Moses, have, having played 2.5, what do you think my favorite thing to do with, is with Wario? <laughs> you grab, uh, run and grab? Oh, I love that. But no. Oh no. Just what, Stomp? It's just running. Wario ha- has a completely new war- run animation, and it's so f- it's so fitting. It's so one. It's so cool. Fox trotting with Wario is the funniest looking thing in the world. Hmm. Fox trotting, no, is um, hitting forward. It just be- starting a dash, and before he goes into his full into his running animation, you kind of reach the end of the dash animation, and then you hit it f- forward again. Yeah, so tap, 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 tap. Yep. Mm-hmm. and it is pretty much the, one of the most amusing things in the game for me. And his run is just—it's just a run. He's—he has pretty much the most fluid, like, realistic run that you'd expect from the character. So whenever I'm playing, I troll because he's actually kind of quick on his feet. I troll so bad just by running away from people, and I just kind of scream, "You can't catch the fat man!" And it is very different than Brawl, where it's just like, dick, 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 dick. Yeah, it's such an awful <laughs> run in Brawl. And I think the thing that really screwed with me is that I was watching the Grand Finals at Apex for Brawl, and the most amusing thing is watching Ally picked, uh, Ally, Ally, however you want to call it, mm. he picked Wario in doubles. And I didn't expect that at all. But he pulled out this amazing Wario. But at the same time, it's throwing me so hard as he's doing moving around and doing all these other moves. And I'm just like, oh, he can butt. Oh wait, he's doing this weird downward spiral attack. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> I should mention that I absolutely hate Wario. Um, I've hated Wario for a very long time ever since uh, the war- first Wario War game came out because I felt like that was such a bastardization of his character. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love this Project M Wario so much. But uh, outside they got of that, it right with that, absolutely. Uh, outside of that, the Project M 2.5, um, we recently went to a Smash Fest, dominated there. Um, then I just had a, had uh, just met up with a friend, uh, got 
two friends together and one of friend's little brother, and we just kind of played for hours on end, and we actually ran a kind of a familiar setup for uh, me and Yoko was a draft tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome, by the way. I'm so glad you taught me this draft It's draft so fun, idea. right? I know. I really wanted to do that at Yomacon. Uh, the draft tournament is so awesome. We actually kind of flavored it up a little bit because, you know, it was really late in the day or right in the, basically in the morning. It was 2 a.m. when we started. And so we decided to use the almost pretty much the uh, we used the stock control option. So every character you use, you can only use it once before you have to go through all your characters. We also found stocks. Mm. So, like, I had Sheik, Sonic, and three other characters. A lot of everyone else was like choosing like characters I usually use, mm-hmm. but uh, I I got to choose first, so I so like by the end of it, I was I had a Marth that with like only one stock taken off of him, and I was running through a lot. Like when I had to go through my next rounds, I I just kept throwing my one stock characters at people and just taking their stock. Like they always had like two or three stocks on over me, and I just kept on taking their stocks with my one stock characters. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was just the stock control was such an awesome idea. Um, the crew battle uh, stock control, awesome idea. All the level, all the stages. Norfair is by far my favorite stage. Now I tried that one. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, uh, Norfair is amazing. I love using. I love playing on Castlevania. Both pretty solid Mario stages. Both pretty. Uh, Pretty solid chic stages. The Skyward Sword level, oh man, oh man, uh, oh man. Skyward, the Skyward Sword level, you can't play four players on because yeah, I lag. guess that's true. Yeah. Doesn't it also screw up your uh, fireballs really bad? There's a couple slants everywhere, yeah. but outside of that, um, I've had some pretty amazing fireball shenanigans happen that I use. Yeah. Um, so I love playing Skyloft as Mario. I don't like being on the right side. I actually don't like being on the left side. I love being in the center of everything, but I usually find myself... Center of attention. <laughs> that's me and my Mario, man. But, uh, no, that's that's pretty much the end of what I've been playing. It's just those three games. Donkey Kong Country 2, still a solid game after all these And I was talking to a friend about it recently, and I kind of went off on a huge tangent last What Are You Playing? I was on about how much I hated the new Super Mario Bros. series. Right. And and I was kind of thinking about it recently, and Mario has always had really good leveled levels, mm-hmm. and that's why I hate about the new Super Mario Bros. games is because the design is awful. It's so basic. It's so just there. And then I thought about it while I was playing Donkey Kong Country. Is that their level design was a lot is almost entirely similar to New Super Mario Bros. So why do I like it? like that over New Super Mario Brothers. And the reason I came up with was I like the controls better in Donkey Kong Country for those kind of more basic platforming kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. In New Super Mario Brothers, Mario has a lot more abilities than he used to. Just basic abilities. He's got wall jump. He's got the butt stomp. He can go through like a you can go through blocks with the uh, the hip, the hip. Man, I can't even remember. It's been so long since they actually named it by called it by its proper name. Um, but basically, the you can go through wall the just the floors like that, and I feel like they aren't taking advantage of what they have. 
in the New Super Mario Brothers series. And what Donkey Kong Country was always doing was they were doing making the best of what they had. They had a ver- pretty simple design, but they kind of made the levels to reflect that. And you got a lot of cool stuff out of that, like the cartwheel jumps. There was a couple secrets in that game that you could only get to with a cartwheel jump. Hmm. They really took advantage of what they had, and they made it really pretty. You can make you can make some debates about Dog Hunt Country too, because it's a very like darkly colored game, but I think that works in its favor. Um, but yeah, I'm not here to talk about like, oh man, this is my soapbox in a way. <laughs> you know, that's kind of almost, that's, almost. <laughs> um, Wait, we don't have soapboxes during this, do we? No. no. Good. Yeah. <laughs> you do have to come up with a YouTube recommendation, though. Oh, so. shit. All right. <laughs> uh, main thing, though, is uh, Mario was always good about making level designs that were perfect. Yeah. Really solid level designs that really worked with the characters. And New Super Mario Brothers is anything but. I don't know about New Super Mario Brothers. We, or Wii U, I mean, New Super Mario Brothers. I've U. liked it so far. Um, I have. It's like, you've liked it so far, sure, but, you know. I don't know how much you liked the originals either. Furthermore, lack I can, of experience. From from what I saw from actually just Game Grumps, uh, I had to agree almost completely with John Tron. From what I saw, it just wasn't something that I was really eager to play. Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> and uh, I, I think Darker I might be listening in, in which I say that raccoon suit or whatever it is, the flying squirrel, is not a game changer. That is the least thing that is furthest from. It's just another suit. It's 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 a weaker cape. Anyway. Um, the reason we brought Major Moses on this show specifically because it was his idea last year that we did the gaming resolutions where we picked, you know, five games or five game franchises and we said Let's see if we can, you know, try to beat these games or play as much of them as we can. By the end of the year, hold it to us. And so, at the you know, first show of this year, uh, it's you know, time for us to look back on those uh, specific games and make picks for new ones. So You're going to be mad at me. <laughs> oh, what's that? I, uh, I, I, came up, I came up with that idea. I never mm-hmm. did one. <laughs> Oh really? Well, yeah. Then you have I, to this year. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think as many smidges as, as possible should try it this year. Um, yeah, it's really a lot of fun like to fun. to hold it. You know, hold ourselves to it, and you know, really try to experience new things. So Buzz isn't here. Um, he was almost here, but then he got stuck with uh, you know being the only one at home with Kadri, and you know, kids are more important than podcasts. So uh, for. You know, reminiscing uh, his... Well, he said Borderlands a complete run last year. But then his uh, five games were Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, Borderlands 2, Torchlight 2, Kirby's Epic Yarn, and Ace Attorney Apollo Justice. Now, I know he took care of the first three. I don't think he ever really got to the second two. Yeah. So uh, where's the fourth? Uh, we had... Let's Kirby. see. Uh, Legend of, yeah, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword... Borderlands 2, Torchlight 2, Kirby's Epic Yarn, uh, and Ace Attorney Apollo Justice. I think hmm. I recall him saying something about Ace Attorney Apollo Justice at one point, but I don't remember if it was just him saying that he hadn't played it yet or if he was actually playing through it. I think it was more of the former. 
wouldn't yeah. take too long to finish Kirby. No, oh, no, it would not. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. No, no. It didn't you stay could, long. You could have Kadri uh, play with him. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you can't die, so... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, Super, your five games were... My five games were Batman Arkham City, Borderlands 2, Dead Space, Paper Mario 3DS, and The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. How did you do on those? Three out of five, because I don't. I still don't own a 3DS. I plan on buying one, but then that was before some of the, uh, some of the pushbacks, some of the other things came out. Mm. And so, if I had a 3DS, I'd probably own Paper Mario 3DS, and I would have already played it. But since I don't own the system, since I don't now feel it's very called bad. Paper Mario Sticker Star, yes. <laughs> uh, since I don't own the system, I don't really feel this as a, as that much of a fail because I just like it's not something I can possibly do. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I truly failed at was The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. I never touched the game throughout the entire rest of the year. That was um, your number one. Was it now? Um, yeah. Well, you know, I had just played... When I made that, uh, I had just played it a couple times at my friend's house, and I did pretty well. But <laughs> the most amusing thing is, after I made that resolution to play it, I never touched the game throughout the rest of the year. Hmm. Amusingly, I just realized that I had made this resolution the episode after everyone else did. That's right, you did. Yeah, because I was I was not present during the uh, initial ep- episode. You were at a very last-minute Smash tournament. I was, and uh, am I going to be? Am I going to say my new resolutions for this year? I, I think yes. Now is an appropriate time. All right. To do so, uh, because I just bid my what are you playing? So. To start, to kick us all off, uh, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Gears of War Judgment. Big fan of the Gears of War series. So, uh, number five, I'm going to throw down the Gears of War Judgment. Uh, crap, I had a list. I don't know what happened to it. Uh-oh. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, right. Um, this is not full. Uh, anyway. Dead Space 3. Uh uh, I'm really surprised I actually got through the Dead Space games because I I threw it on there because you know I had the game I owned the game but I had the game for pretty much a year and a half beforehand I never touched it so the fact that I actually sat down and played through Dead Space kind of enjoyed it Dead Space Two really enjoyed it um, I am kind of ex- I am excited for Dead Space Three because it is going in a direction that I like. Which is kind of funny because all I hear is like everyone's saying it, saying it's going in directions that they hate. Right. And I'm just like, nope. This is this is the direction I like to see. Kind of sounds like Resident Evil. Hmm. In a way, maybe. Um. But we'll definitely see. I played Resident Evil Five. It sucked at an action game. So. Um. Next on my list is. Bioshock Infinite. I did not like the first Bioshock, but the second Bioshock, I had a little bit more fun with. From what I've been seeing out of Bioshock Infinite, it looks more like the game that everyone was claiming the first one to be. Um, which means to say it's supposed to be fun. But you didn't like the first Bioshock. <laughs> but I kind of like the second one, which means the first this, this one is looking fun. Whereas the first one, I was expecting it to just kind of play fun while never looking fun. That didn't happen. It just That's if fun. this uh, comes out this year. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, I was thinking about that when I was saying it, but uh, yeah. Uh, next one is I I I I've, I've been debating this one, 
But I think um, I really want to try the new Deadpool game. It's mm. it's only to be announced for 2013, which means that it could end up not actually coming out this year. Right. But my resolution is, if it comes out, I want to try the new Deadpool game. And uh, my last gaming resolution, which is my number one, is the Wii U. Just the Wii, the Wii U. U. Okay. Uh, my Universe is really fun. <laughs> My 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 my. I, I'm not I just, sure how you can beat it. <laughs> I just want to play the Wii U games on the Wii U. Uh, this this is kind of uh, kind of almost a cop out answer, but at the same time, there's just a lot of things on there that I want to you know get down to playing. Uh, so you know, did Rayman Origins ever come out for Wii U? Uh, no, but Legends is coming out yeah. uh, at the either very end of February or very beginning of March. I was kind of hoping it had come out, because I, I also wanted to put that on the list, because I haven't played that game at Well, all. I mean, it is backwards compatible with Wii games, and you can get Rayman Origins for cheap, so... Mm. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I'm just going to go with the Wii U in general, because I, I really couldn't decide whether I wanted to, what games I wanted to put on there, but, uh... So let's go through the five again. We are going, okay, uh, Gears of War Judgment, Dead Space 3, this probably isn't in the same order that I said before. It is. Uh, it is? Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, Bioshock Infinite, uh, Deadpool? Yes, sorry. Just <laughs> like a da, 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 Deadpool, and the last one is Wii U in, in general just playing Wii U games. Didn't know whether or not to throw Injustice in there, Gods Among Us, but I've never been, again, been big into that. I mean, that will be on Wii U. Uh, it will it be. Comes out, and that's like April, I think. Yeah. So it's a very interesting list for you, I must say. Uh, noticing all games that would be new this year or, you know, Wii U. Um, I wanted that, to focus that's, on That's April. a pricey list. I wanted to focus on games this year, and, you know, I grew up on renting games. So it's not as pricey as you might think. I could probably hmm. ki- uh, chainsaw my way through Gears of War Judgment in, in you know, two days. If I keep the <laughs> if I keep my the work schedule I have now, I have three days off in a row. So that would be a good time to sit down and rent a game for two nights and just run through it. Hmm. Same goes for Dead Space Three and Bioshock. Inf- well, not Bioshock Infinite. I hope that'll probably take longer. Maybe. I kind of ran through the first two games very quickly. Hmm. Well, but, anyway, let's see. Uh, Tony's resolution was, you know, for last year, he had the Assassin's Creed franchise, the Silent Hill franchise, Zone of the Enders franchise. Actually play any Final Fantasy game. Which he knows definitely did. He certainly did. And then Mass Effect. And then, you know, Mass Effect came at the end of the, end of the year, so... That's tough one. He says two out of the five. Wow. He definitely did Assassin's Creed. He didn't get to Silent Hill, didn't get to Zone of the Enders. He did play Final Fantasy and didn't get to Mass Effect. I feel um, like he played enough Final Fantasy to give him a 2.5. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says he tried Silent Hill, was mad. I hear two is the one that really stands out in the series. and So that doesn't surprise me that the first one finds kind of meh. Um, I'm not sure if I want to save his list for, you know, the first thing on Show Me Your News next week. So, 
Yeah, let's let's save it until then. He'll, we'll do first thing on Show Me Your News next time for Tony's list. I don't want to just you know spoil it and have him paste it in the chat and then read it off with no fanfare. So we'll do that. Moses, what are you playing? All right. Well, uh, I bought Elder Scrolls Oblivion with the Steam sale. Uh, yeah, I I figured I couldn't play uh, Skyrim on this laptop, so. Well, I wouldn't go it, that far. Uh, I don't know. You can turn uh, you can turn settings way down. Yeah, I've heard that, but I'm I'm not sure. Uh, Oblivion runs really well with uh, pretty decent settings, so. Oh, good. Um, I started that. I made my own custom class based on all sorts of weird things. I don't know. It's the uh, it's the first RPG, Western RPG that I've ever played, I think. Really? Wow. That's... Wait. No, actually, the last time I was on, I was talking about uh, Coder. That's nice right. the older yep, public. Yep, but, yep. Uh, but this is a little different. It's uh, active... If you, if you don't know what it's like, then you've been living under a rock. But uh, I've put 17 hours into it so far. Very nice. A lot, I'd say two or three of those hours have been like scrolling through menus and figuring stuff out. But uh, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, It's the kind of game that I don't normally get the opportunity to play so I'm kind of just running with it I'm uh, I'm sure it's already a uh, I'm pretty sure it's already a running joke but I can't even count the amount of times that I've had to uh, redo saves or I mean go go back to old saves because I accidentally pick up something that I wasn't supposed to pick up and I'm taken to jail for stealing (laughs) it's so easy to just pick stuff up and it it took me until quite recently to realize that the cursor glows red when it's something that you can get into trouble for ah so it does kind of go against gaming conventions you're just used to you know picking up everything yeah (laughs) yeah exactly so when you go into this uh shop there's like hundreds of little things just lying around the counter playing around all the cool stuff that you can't afford and I don't know I, I, I can't I, I, I feel like uh, I've seen memes of the guy coming stop law breaker <laughs> but uh, I can't really think of anything too crazy going on in that I've already saved at least a village. I feel like I saved the world, but I don't know. One village at a time. One yeah. <laughs> I got a horse, so that was pretty cool. Now you're set. And, and uh, oh, Elder Scrolls is known for uh, being kind of buggy, isn't it? Um, I'm not least... sure about past games. I mean, Skyrim was very memory intensive and you know just a lot of things going on so it ended up being very buggy and there's because it's such a huge world and right 
it's um, so difficult to. I'm sure Oblivion was rather large for its role at the time, so it wouldn't surprise me. It seems large to me, but uh, I was going. There was a elevator, this old medieval elevator, where you just had to flip a switch, and then this big platform was rolled down with a chain. And as I was on it, I would stay where I was and then fall three meters each time and doing just a little bit of damage. So when I got to the bottom of the level, I had to fight these two guys really, really badly hurt. Oh. But uh, I think that's the only, uh, the only bug that I've really, has really affected gameplay so far. Um, now, uh, is is Oblivion the one that has the voice from Sir Patrick Stewart? It does, and uh-huh. uh, I don't think it's a spoiler, but uh, he dies in the, right uh, off the, the first <laughs> ten minutes. So no, <laughs> I, I was pretty Wrong disappointed. Star or something. Yeah, Wrong it's star. not entirely surprising. Yeah, I mean he he kind of says like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to die. You. Yeah. First uh, thing he says to you is basically, I am not long for this world. And then he gets stabbed, and it's kind of like, oh, well, I guess you were right, dude. Talking yeah. about self fulfilling prophecies. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, I've uh, I finally completed VVVVVVVV. Oh, nice. WWW. WWW. <laughs> there you go. Um, that was a lot of fun. Now I get to uh, go around and collect all the bonus stuff like there's only like 10 different spots on the uh world map that i haven't uh been through and it's mostly empty space in the center where there's no puzzles or anything so probably get through that uh i kind of just uh stopped that and then started again all of a sudden and um I guess I've been playing Project M. There you go. So, there you go. Um, the new impressions. I, I'm a big fan of uh, Squirtle right now. A lot Squirtle, of people are. Squirtle seems to be like uh, very similar to how I used to play Sonic. I, I don't know if uh, people have the same issue with like he's not fun to play against. I know my brother is telling me it's not fun to play against me, but that's my brother, so. Well, the main problem I have with Squirrel right now is his down B. Um, Yeah, really? Specifically, um, I don't like how his short hop down B is implemented. Hmm. It's too quick. it's, It's not even that it's so quick. It's that it's very hard to punish. And it's a very low-risk, high-reward. Because you could use it at any point, really. And I, 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 I never use the bubble. <laughs> yeah. It's such, it's such a good move, but I think it's too good in a way. But, you know, I think it, I think it's just as much of a... No, I was going to say it's like... It's, it's got about the same kind of risk-reward output as Mario's Cape, but Mario's Cape has more end lag, in a sense. Mm. It's just that... Uh, it's not even that it, it ends so quickly, because I don't I don't know the frame data on the bubble, especially aerial bubble. But 
Squirtle moves so quickly and he falls so fast that spacing with down B yields high rewards with low, very, very low risk. Mm. I mean, you can't spam it. Well, actually, you can spam it, but you can't do it mindlessly. Yeah. Insofar, that's what I've seen out of Squirtle. I, and I just feel like that's, that's the worst uh, part about Squirtle is that it's a nice move, but it's a bit too nice. Personally, I'm I'm blown away by his uh, up smash. It is almost like it, it using it. It feels as powerful as Pikachu's, and it's mm, it goes right. all around him. The uh, the range is amazing. Um, my brother is picking up uh, Zero Suit Samus, uh, and <laughs> I'm having trouble against that with everyone except my best Link and. Uh, I, I I keep getting caught in his uh, down smash. Right. And um, hmm. whenever I try and recover above, he's he's getting really good at uh, timing his up smash to uh, just catch me and then. Really up smash. Yeah. The. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I know I, what movie you're talking about. Because like, personally, I mean, if you're gonna catch someone, I. I'd see more use out of like an up, up B, B, yeah, because it spikes down and it can set up to a uh, tech chase to grab combo, to basically uh, even almost uh, a kill setup. Yeah, well, we're not um, very good, so uh, right. But uh, something to pass on to him because you want to make your competition better so you can get better. I, I am trying, but uh, and and honestly, with uh, with every other character, like. I'm I'm still in the uh experiment phase of uh Project M. Like I'm I'm losing the majority of my matches because I'm trying to uh use every move in every situation, even when it's definitely not a good idea. Well I mean you're right. trying to experiment, it's only natural there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh Usually I like to give myself a wider berth, like I'll destroy someone into like getting a two stock or even a high one stock lead and then i'll start throwing out random things out yeah. until you know it's important see, I'm, for me to... see i'm not smart like that i can't just turn that off <laughs> i i can sandbag with the best of them yeah <laughs> or uh, technically with the worst of them but uh mm-hmm. one of the main things is uh you bring up zero suit samus personally i find zero suit samus to be a, a very weak character right now yeah i'm sure uh but what the one thing the biggest thing I find in her favor is how odd she is as far as her weight is. She is so very hard to have any sort of combo because her mm-hmm. weight class is so weird and her fall speed is so weird. She's just a very weird character because at one point you think to yourself, she's such a fast faller. I believe she is at the very least. Yeah. But she is such kind of a lighter character than both like Fox and Falco. And she also a, has that bounce, which is yeah, she's got that down really B bounce. Great. But the thing is, it's very hard for you to connect with anything in a row because with the right DI or even with and no DI, she can fly just outside of your range. She is a very thin character, um, unlike kind of Fox and Falco, who when they when they're in kind of like uh, their hit animation. Their arms are kind of splayed out, and they're a bit wider target. Zero Suit is not the same way. Yeah. And one of the big things about it is uh, you can't move strings so hot with them. Um, the f- spaces are all combo bait. 
you can just combo all day with them once they make a mistake. Zero Suit, you can hit her, but then you've got to try up an entire different strategy that doesn't work on anyone else hmm. to even try and chase her down. Well, I mean, I don't know. The, the last thing I'll, I'll say about Project M is uh, I think the, I mean, I'm, besides my link, which I I really can't lose against my brother with it. Like, it's just, g- given our uh, skill level, it's just like how Link was top tier back in Melee's early days when people weren't good or anything. But, uh, um, so far, my best uh, character other than Link against his uh, Zero Suit Samus is Diddy Kong because um, he uses his, uh, her stun gun pretty well and diddy kong's side b kind of jumps right over it Hmm. just at the perfect angle so and and then i lose anyway because i'm uh experimenting with banana combos so right the one thing i can you know chime in on diddy kong is I like how Diddy Kong is generally stronger with its, you know, with his stronger moves, you know, definitely compared to Brawl. Oh, yeah. But I miss the, you know, banana and then jump back and air dodge to grab it. Uh, you can do that. Uh, really? Yeah, you just have to hit Z instead of A. That's why. In, in, in Brawl. Z is a terrible button, so I'm never going to do that. Okay, well, then, hey, then, change, then change your, then, uh, change your uh, controls for Y to be grab and hit Y instead. But I use Y to jump. And use maybe X. X. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I use X to jump. I unfortunately don't have that because uh, um, my parents. Uh, I, 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 I bought a Wii quite recently, and Ooh. the uh, the Wii that my oh. I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> so the Wii that my parents bought does not have GameCube. Compatibility. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I mean, buddy. We are stuck with the classic controller pro. It's not a terrible controller, it's but not man. Terrible, but I hate like I I don't like the uh, the shoulder buttons. I and they uh it, I mean, I don't know, it's just something about that and uh, I never use Z anyways, but I have it relegated to where Z normally is. I forget which button that is. Mm-hmm. Something R. But, uh, uh, Z, R, and Z, L. But, but every They're single that. other shoulder button is a shield. Yeah. Just cause. And I, I attribute some of that to why we're not very good right now. I think it's a, it's a, it's a fair, John. It, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm, find find a find a local game store that buys buys and sells uh used stuff, and just find a find a Wii there that has GameCube compatibility and trade it in. And hack the hell out of it. I mean, what? <sighs> yes, what? please hack the hell out of it. Because <laughs> I I definitely did not um torrent eight gigabytes worth of a game yesterday. Yeah, I really want to figure out how to uh, how to get some custom costumes into the uh, um. That's easy. The, the SD card. Mm-hmm. That's that's very easy. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's it, it's easier for uh, 
Like I, I tried doing it, and it ended up uh, keeping the same hit frames, or not hit frames, but the same hit box, except the animation was uh, some like let, let let's say snakes uh, up up tilt. Mm-hmm. Yes. The uh, the costume would do this really weird up kick thing, while the hitbox was the same as it is in Project M. Mm. I can. Yeah. Mm, that's. Yeah, maybe that's just something that's, on the texture that's there. Not, that's not. A te- that's yeah. actually not a texture problem. Yeah. Well, it, um, it was uh, unless of course they were. Mi- of course, of course they were kind of mixing with the bones. Oh, the the PSAs. Yeah, um, yeah. I think they're mixing a little bit too hard with the texture, or you accidentally uh, disabled the animation file file that comes with. Uh, I probably did that. You, you got to make sure to get that. when you're when you're downloading the textures. You have to make sure to get the ones that don't mess with the the motion or like I think they call them PSAs. Uh, it just uh, has to be, you know, specifically costumes. Yeah. Right. By, by the way, last last thing, the. Uh, Favorite part is the glasses. Yeah, squirtle, squirtle. Yeah. I wish it lasted more than just one hit, maybe two hits, but I, I remember seeing, like, some guy complaining about it, and, like, everyone was just, everyone in the thread was just saying, yeah, don't get hit. Yeah, don't get hit, dude. Okay, I remember, like, I was in a 2v2 uh, situation, and I killed someone, and I threw on the shades. And you get really, really good when you throw on those shades, because you don't want to lose them. You don't want to get hit. Yeah. So, like, I I got both uh, opponents up to probably about 80 or 90% before I finally got hit. Yeah. And that, and that's why I want, I want there to be, uh, e- even if they broke on one hit, I wish you could bring them out more than one match. I mean, more than once a match. Stack. Wait, what? I, I could have sworn it was only no. once. Uh... Oh, no, okay. I pulled them out. I, I, it's like, I know for a fact. Maybe, but I, maybe I just didn't lose the stock or something. So. Oh. You didn't lose the stock or you missed the timing. I don't know. Oh, well. Tony says, in all caps, Oh, Diddy's Taunts and Victory Pose. Someone mentioned that. Um, Diddy's yeah. Taunts and Victory Pose Diddy's are pretty t- awesome. Yeah. Um, and mainly his up taunt. Yeah, his up taunt, if you hold it, he'll just keep doing it forever. Hmm. And after a certain point, you can uh, cancel it with anything. So you can be, you can just, like, kill someone and then go straight into your up taunt. And just keep it like that, and once they approach you, you can immediately, like, perfect shield and then grab. Hmm. I tried doing that against my brother, but it was really obvious. And as soon as I got out of it, he just forward aired me with uh, Bowser. Hmm. Yeah. It was worth it, though. I've been teaching a lot of people how to play Project M. That's good. So, Moses, I hate to put you on the spot here, but did you have five games in mind or franchises? I, I, I do, but I, I do have one last game that I, uh, I played. Oh, really? No, I'm sorry. Mm. I was playing Saints Row the Third. Nice. Hmm. Not nice. What? There's... So, I, uh, I got it with that Humble Bundle. Right. I was really excited to get it, but I did not expect it to run... Or anything, so it was it was one of the first games that I installed. Just wanted to see if it I could do okay. anything. Uh, it worked. I, I was able to uh, get to the main menu. I was able to get to the main level, and the lag 
was <laughs> horrific. So I, I turned, so, so I turned some things down. That game is amazing how much you can turn it down. I, uh, I was playing it with, I believe, 350 by 200 resolution. <laughs> and I was leaning forward in the screen, and I could barely see my character because of all of the HUD stuff. I mean, it's nice when they make good PC ports that allow for that kind of flexibility, but jeez. Yeah, but the worst part is, it was still lagging. And that is... You just have life. a bad computer. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the nice thing about Steam, though. I mean, if you ever upgrade a computer, you yep. just, you know, get Steam and re-download it, no problem. Someday, someday in the distant future, I'll be able to play Mass Effect 1. There you go. Good game to, to play there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got an obscene amount of games from Steam, but I think I'm saving that for like my soapbox or something on Show Me Your News. Just obscene, uh, gross, ridiculous amount I, of games. I did not games. get as much, uh, as much this year. Just because like, it seemed like I already have so much from the Humble Bundles and all this other stuff. Well, I'm glad you can apply that logic, but some of us who just get games don't think oh i've got so many games to play nope that's a good deal i can't pass up that deal yeah i have a well lot. I, my steam I, library is quite impressive if, if, if I, I haven't played anything just, on there but if i could just go out and play these games like i would take some of these deals but some of these deals like are for newer games that i just i can't play mm. well i'm looking forward to getting a computer sometime soon my buddy just spent like just dropped a grand on a pretty strong computer. Yeah, I, I think he's he's been building it throughout today. So hopefully, uh, I'll be able to see some of that stuff happen when I'm at, when I'm over at his house. Because yeah. we actually own a lot of the same games because we bought a lot of stuff through the bundles. There you go. So Moses, care to share your 2013 gaming resolution? Yeah, sure. Um, I I didn't have any for last year. I don't even know if I completed five different games. I, it was a, a study year for me. So. Are the resolutions to be beaten or just played? It's a good question. I think at the beginning we had said beaten, but you know, I think as you know, in practice it's more like played and you know games. play and experience, you know, as much as you can, I think. Whether yeah, it's you yeah. know watching them or whatnot. Well I'm I'm gonna be optimistic and say that I'm gonna beat all these by I'll years stand. end. There so. you go. Set a good goal. Yeah. So, to start off, uh, I plan to finish Oblivion and get plenty more hours into that, because uh, I'm not sure how long the main quest is, but I'm, I'm sure it's going to take me a lot longer than it needs to. Right, and you're playing it on the PC, because so you have ample Yeah, I, I got the... Uh, oh, that's true. I, I got the... Uh, I think it the only option was the game of the year version, so yeah. it comes with all that. Do I get the horse armor? Ow. That might have been a Skyrim thing, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I was pretty sure that was uh, Oblivion, because that sounds like it was like during the earlier days of DLC. <laughs> Bad DLC practices, maybe, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to hopefully finish that. I want to finish Beyond Good and Evil, which oh, nice. I got... Over a year ago, or I mean, almost a year ago. 
That's one I have to play too. So that's a good choice. Um, I've made it through a little bit of Psychonauts, but I plan on finishing that. And I bought The Walking Dead when it was really cheap on. Ah, uh, uh, yes. So I am. Uh, you show I me am, your news 2012 game yes. of the year, by the way. Yeah. I am not a horror person. I. I am not a fan of those kinds of movies. I'm not a fan of zombies. Uh, the Raven Home section and uh, Half Life Two freak me out. Except for the fact, except for the parts where you were uh, shooting razor blades with the uh, gravity. That, 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 that was that was a lot of fun. But uh, hopefully, I'll make it through that okay. Well, I mean. I'm not much for you know horror, survival horror, uh, zombies either. But everything I've heard about that game, it's it's not really about yeah the zombie aspect. So I think you'll good, so. I think you'll be okay. And for my last one, I'm I bought both of these. I'm not sure which one to do, either the Thief series or the Hitman series. Mm. Both, uh, I think. I mean. Well, I guess it depends on how you want to play Hitman, but uh, both pretty good stealth games from what I've heard, and uh, I think they were out around the same time, so I'm not sure. I'll probably finish one of them, and I mean, whichever one I start first, I'll probably stick with that. Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with either. Um, yeah. I know there are people who love the Thief series. I know I think Ben is a big proponent of the Hitman series. Yahtzee always yeah that stuff back when I listened to him. Mm-hmm. Now that was the the Hitman collection without Absolution, right? Uh yeah. yeah I, I, I I doubt I could run that. <laughs> right, right. That came out this year, didn't it? I mean yeah last- yeah mm-hmm. it did. So, so no, you got it came out last year. So run through the five again quickly to make sure I've so, got them down right. Oblivion, Beyond Good and Evil, Psychonauts, The Walking Dead, and The Four Hitman series. All right. Good list. Good list. Um, what have I been playing? Uh, well, you know, it's a lot of games that I've, you know, just been playing here and there, uh, whether it's with friends or just, you know, for a couple hours, whatnot. Uh, I'm, I still have to finish Sly 3, Honor Among Thieves, and that's actually the next game I'm going to get through and finish. Uh, so I hope that last week or next podcast will be the last time I have to talk about that because otherwise it's like three straight shows and that's a bit ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, Sly 3, Honor Among Thieves. Where am I in that one? It's been even a while that I'm trying to remember where I am. I, I think I cleared Australia, so I'm on to wherever the next part is. Oh, it might be like the second half of that. I don't know. It's been a while. New Super Mario Brothers U. I'm somewhere in World 4. Um, so there's that. And Project M. I, I really do like the random button. But right now I'm enjoying Ness the most, followed by Toon Link. Uh, really? Two characters I like fighting with Mario. I hate Toon Link. I, I hate fighting Toon Link. Toon Link is not uh, is very low on the tier list for Project M. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ness is doing all right. Poor there all day long. I, I can't Definitely. deal with Toon Link's recovery. I hated that yeah, thing it's... in uh, in what is it? Uh, 
64 and right. I, yeah. I do like the fire arrows, although Grand Link's arrows are generally stronger, but the fire is a nice effect. Um, I don't know. It, it just feels like he's he's more fun than he is in uh, in regular brawl. And it's a nice touch that they changed the uh, the standing A combo. To, oh yeah, you know, that, that, that animation is looks so cool. Looks really nice. The animation there. Yeah, I actually like it better. Also, you know, you don't have to worry about the up B too much. Just pull out a bomb, soft throw up, pull out another yeah, bomb, up yeah. B into it. I guess so. Yeah. I just make sure to make it. That's that. almost like the uh, the down B the uh, cipher. Oh, the stall. Yeah. Yeah, the, with the snake. Yeah. Oh, I thought um, you were talking about the yeah. old uh, <laughs> yeah, down bit. down air with Toon Link and like stalling with that. Oh, yeah, there's that too, but that ends up more, you know, down air off the stage and to my death, so. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more of the, uh, the C4, that's it, C4 yeah. with a snake and all that. Huh. I love it when snakes use the C4, especially when I was playing Mario back in the day in Brawl, because I would just run out there and just flood them on their way back up, and then, they're, then they, it immediately kills all their momentum. Right. So they just they're just kind of stuck there and hit stun, just kind of tumbling to their death before they can try and use their up B again. As far it's as good. games, I have been playing more than just a passing uh, time here or there. Persona 4 Golden, I started about the last week of the year. At times, playing when I really should have been editing Game of the Year <laughs> because it was mm. that good, and then I ended up finishing it in the new year. Played a new game plus, which was really nice because. Uh, on New Game Plus, you get to you know skip all the scenes very easily. Uh, it plays almost like you know fast forward on a tape, so that really cuts down the play time. I wrote a blog over at our front page, or you know the front page blog on our forums. The changes in Persona 4 Golden. Um, that you know just a, a big write up of you know the significant changes that I really found to be enjoyable. Um, you know whether they're superficial things like you can have uh, different outfits that you can wear in dungeons, which is much like a uh, Persona 3 portable change when they had that addition for the PSP. Uh, made outfits. Made outfits everywhere. Definitely made outfits. Some bikinis. Um, there's an event that involves cross-dressing in the game, so you get to... Okay, wait, wait. I wasn't paying attention for a second, because I was looking at my YouTube recommendation. What's going on? Uh, We're talking about cross-dressing bikinis and stuff around outfits. Persona okay. 3, 4, and apparently Tales of Symphonia. Okay. Right. So, get to that. Right, so there's, so you have, you know, the there's a cross-dressing event in Persona 4 Gold, and those that played know what it is. Um, yeah, you get to, you get those as alternate costumes. And you even get, oh, what are the name that they call it? Basically Power Rangers. Um, I think they call it something else like Neo... Uh, something or other, but basically you also get you know Power Ranger outfits. You get Christmas themed outfits, so the girls are in nice little Santa outfits, and the boys look stupid as reindeer. Uh, yes, you know Super Sentai uh, in a way. Um, super Sentai. But yeah, so a bunch of those. Um, gonna, I almost want to pull up the blog, but I don't want to spend you know the whole time on that. That's it, Neo Featherman. Neo Featherman. Um, but a lot of changes, and you know it really. It feels really nice to play on the Vita. It's a really great system that just needs the games and the support. But as far as the hardware goes, the Vita is really nice uh, to play on. I put over 80 hours into Persona 4 Golden, and there, it's been a long, long time 
since I've been able to do that with a game that just has kept my interest and all. Um, gosh, other things that stand out. So, you know, the wireless features for the Vita. Uh, one of the things is that you can, you know, SOS and call for help when you're in dungeons. You don't really need to. Um, but, you know, for those that are having difficulty, by all means. Uh, it's nice that they have a Vo Popoli or, um, you know, Voice of the People. Uh, so you have this voice thing where during, you know, if it's after school or whatever, and you want to see, well, what did other people play or what did they do at this time in the game? You press this voice button and the, all these little bubbles pop up like, oh, I spent time with this person or I went to, uh, you know, Aya and ate some noodles. Um, so it's nice that you get that. So you get to remember almost in a way like what is possible to do today. Um, this is a game, though, that... I recommend playing on the easiest setting, and it's nice that they have a very easy setting that you get to just enjoy the narrative. The battles aren't that difficult, uh, because there are some strange design choices in the game where there's only one save point in the entire dungeon aspect of the game, because Persona is a, you know, three and four are games that are kind of split between uh, random dungeon crawling, RPG kind of uh, rock, paper, scissors-like gameplay, and then the social aspect which is very separate but also important. Uh, you know, during the dungeon part of it, there's only one save point. And so if you're playing on a harder difficulty, you may find yourself like, suddenly I died in this battle and I've lost hours of grinding. So I play on very easy and I had immense fun with it just to experience the narrative and you know, still have a lot of fun in the, uh, the dungeon crawling aspect of the game. Um... And I lost my original point. Um, that game is fun. I, I just had a lot of fun with it. Um, it was my favorite game I played in 2012. And um, you know, check out the blog I wrote up on our page um, if you're really interested about the changes that were made in it. Um, I think it's... I bought my Vita for it, and I think I you know, got my money's worth. I'm very, very pleased with Persona 4 Golden. Then the other game I played was one that came in through Gamefly, one I've been looking to try for a while. Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, or... S27. 999 for DS. 9999. So nine, I'm going nine, to call nine, this game John Madden. John Madden. John Madden. Football. So 999 is a game for Nintendo DS. Um, some of you may remember the game Zero Escape Virtue's Last Reward that came out this past year for 3DS and Vita. That is a sequel to this game. Um, So Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors. Basically the premise of it is you are a 21-year-old college student named Junpei. And when I see Junpei, I think of the Persona 3 character and Vic Mignogna being like, Sup, dude? And this is not this character at all. Um, Junpei is, you know, captured by this mysterious individual named Zero, and he's put on a ship. And this ship is supposedly going to be sinking, and what is this text? Oh, this is, this is spam. Wonderful. Um, (laughs) something about targets and That's pretty legit. Yeah, no kidding. We even get spam on our podcasts. Um... Anyhow, this is brought to you by <laughs> by Target spamming your phone with text messages. So Junpei is put on a ship with eight other individuals, and they are 
supposedly uh, set up there by Zero to play this nonary game. <coughs> the nonary game is you know all based around the number nine. You have nine individuals. Um, you have you know doors up to the number nine that they have to get through, and they have bombs inside their body with wrists, uh, wristwatches that have numbers on them. You know each corresponding you know one through nine uh, that are detonators to this bomb inside. And basically, the idea is to escape the ship, um, you know, escape it alive before it sinks in nine hours. God, um, now we just put one of those people next to the wall, detonate him, and just walk out the, the side. You'd think, but the ship is designed specially. Anyway, it's oh. very, very complicated game premise Guess overall. I'd find that out the hard the, way. A- the actual gameplay is uh, very, very heavy on the narrative front, which I enjoyed. Some may call it a visual novel. And this is where I have to cough and wait for my co-host to make an inaccurate statement on what the definition of that is. Born! Nothing of the sort! Um, you could even oh, call, it a gra- could call it a graphic adventure, if you will. But uh, very heavy... On, on the story front, and when you're not doing that, you are solving puzzles and really a lot of point-and-click adventure kind of gameplay. Um, so it's a nice balance there. Uh, I've really enjoyed the actual point-and-click adventure gameplay, you know, solving the puzzles. A lot of numerology, uh, math, science, uh, gets into some deep, deep stuff. And... As far as the ending goes, because it is you know a very Japanese game in that way that they have you know multiple endings and then a true ending, much like Persona 4 with a true ending. There are six endings to 999. You'd think there would be nine endings, but no, uh, actually six. Three of them got lost in the Great War. Um, the way the story is themed. You need to fail before you succeed. Uh, I came into the game knowing nothing about it, but hearing very good things about it. And so I I just made my choices freely. And it turns out that I actually made all of the choices that would be required to get the true ending. I did not get the true ending because it is required to get the quote-unquote safe ending first before you are able to get the true ending. And this makes sense with how the game ultimately resolves in a very, very fascinating way. Of how, did you, uh, how did you know? How did I know? Because I got an actually shit ending by choosing these options. And huh. it resolves terribly. And I'm like, wait, what is this? The, the game can't end like this. <laughs> um... Hmm. So then I, I look up and you know see what I had to do, and it turns out the safe ending is, involves very different choices than the true ending. But you have to get the safe ending first because of a very important trigger uh, that is critical to progressing in uh, through the the true ending. Which was basically I made those choices to get the true ending, but I was lacking that trigger from the safe ending. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I wasn't able to progress, and it got a really terrible ending with a coffin uh, so then I ultimately watched the safe ending and the true ending which were each over an hour long of watching on YouTube um, 
because I was not in the mood to play the entire game over again of faulty game design, I think. With a game that involves so many choices, you'd think there would be multiple save slots. There is only one save slot. I, I find it amazing that you somehow managed to get every single, you know, choice, the right one to screw it up. I thought so, too. And <laughs> I'm looking back, like, they're like, you need to choose this door, this door, this door. And then you also need to say this, this, this when you're in these different situations. I'm like, but I did all that. So basically, so, yeah. so, so basically, if you, like, went through the walkthrough, like, looked at the walkthrough saw the first choice that you had to make for the true ending and did not choose that and then did the rest of the game however you wanted would that work out or well i mean you you can't get the true ending on the first playthrough that's yeah that's what i mean but that that's the point um oh, okay and again like i'm i'm trying to be very spoiler free because this game has dem twists in the story i'll tell you what um but basically, essentially, like you need to fail before you succeed, and it's kind of critical for the theming of the story. Excellent game, very, very good DS game. I was really surprised and very pleased. Um, I just, you know, with all the games and all the things I have to do, like graduate school class is starting up. My last class I have to do before I do this final exit option. Um, I'm just at a premium with you know, the time. Exciting. I yeah, I hope so too. I'm at a premium with you know how much I can spend on games, and so when I'm at this point and I get this terrible ending, I'm like, I'm not about to play it all again just to see the other ending. So it was easy just to say, jump YouTube, watch the ending part. I know at a certain point where I have to start watching, and I just watch it through to the end. Um, the game is so complicated in how it resolves itself in its mindfuckery, as it will, um, that on the game's website, they have an answers section, specifically where fans ask the creator many different questions about the ending and its interpretation and all that he tries to answer. Really interesting read once you finish the game. Um, But this is one I definitely recommend playing. Um, If you are really all about the narrative in games, like I'm trying to turn out to be as a game player, um, really give it a play. I think you'll really enjoy it, especially if you like the games that do like the crazy twist endings, almost like you know Metal Gear Solid 2 in a way. Just had that, you know, coming out of left field kind of ending. Um, so yeah. Nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. Good luck finding it used, um, but you can also get it used for like 28 bucks on Amazon, so not a bad deal there. That's what I've been playing. As far as my gaming resolutions, last year I said I'd you know play slash beat the Assassin's Creed franchise, Heavy Rain, Bioshock, Final Fantasy VI, and Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, Assassin's Creed franchise definitely beat all of those. Um, well, let's say for the first one, but that was just not a Great game. Um, that was a watch on YouTube. Heavy Rain I beat. Final Fantasy VI I got halfway through before I got kind of screwed over on the difficulty grinding and everything. So I did watch the rest of that. Very enjoyable. Very, very good. Um, Shadow of the Colossus, same kind of thing. Um, I could not get over some of the controls and whatnot, although it's you know, a masterful game, but the controls are meant to be a chore and very arduous 
And so I ended up seeing the rest of that on YouTube as well. Um, I really did not get into Bioshock, and Super and I kind of agree on this one. Mm -hmm. It just did not click with us. I found it to just use a really outdated first-person shooter engine. Yeah. And it It looked like a muggy London. Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely, the atmosphere, fantastic, but it wasn't enough to drag me in for the entire The atmosphere was fantastic for the first five minutes. Then it just kind of died, I to be honest. I feel like it just it just became a muggy London. Do you think it would look better with worse graphics? <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. I don't know. If, with worse graphics, you kind of have to use your imagination, and maybe that would work better for it. Okay, then I'm yeah. going to enjoy it. There you go. <laughs> uh, just. But I did not see the rest of it on YouTube. Um, I had, had planned on it, just never got around to it. Although, you know, if you... Spend time around games that you know the twist and all that stuff, so I'm, I don't I think I'm missing too not. much there. Well, then, zip in my lips. Um, anyway, my five games or franchises that I... These are my gaming resolutions this year. So, number five, <laughs> Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door. Yes. Um, I've played... God, maybe a third of the original Paper Mario. I've played almost all of Super Paper Mario. Haven't touched Paper Mario Sticker Star, but I can't deny when it's, you know, one of Super's favorite games here. It's Gurahaya I I just heard a, <laughs> just a malformation of words there. Uh, uh, look, look, at, look at the Skype chat. Um? Gurahaya uh, Oh, Tony. Uh-huh. Tony also approves. Yes. Tony approves of your. Yeah, Tony also uh, approves. I, mean, I think a lot of people would approve. Um, I, uh, the only uh, the only thing is that if 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 you dare try to stream this game, do not try to stream this game without me there in some capacity because I will be angry. Uh, I, well, I, just, I could call, I could talk forever about this game. I might stream it, but right now I have a GameCube at the TV in my bedroom, so this seems like something that. If I'm awake at 4 a.m., which I've I've been tending to do, which is terrible, uh, it's yes, like oh well, I'll I'll play in the wrong games, way, you know, for for a while. Yeah, the the opposite way of what I am, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, you, you wake up at 4 a.m. I'm going to bed at 4 a.m. Yeah, yikes. Well, that's one that I I know I need to get to. Uh, people rave and rave about it, and I gotta see what's up. Uh, it's interesting that Zero Ranma says yeah, second best RPG true. on the GameCube. Tales of Symphonia is the best RPG for GameCube, though. Coming in at number four is Tales of Symphonia. And this is a game that I know nearly everything about. Um, kind of alongside Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. Um, but you can you can go ahead and play this without streaming it with me. Okay, I'm glad oh, I have yeah. your permission. <laughs> yeah. Um, Although you know this, this is uh, Tales of Symphonia is a four-player cooperative game in the battle systems. Just FYI, hmm. you can trigger your, you can trigger um, the, you get four players in a party. Uh, you can trigger them all to manual settings so you can play with your friends. Okay, that's that's really interesting. I mean, I figured, <laughs> the way I figured it is uh, you know, with Smash Four coming up and you have the people behind the Tales series. Oh yeah. Might be an idea to at least give that one a go. And plus, you know, many Tales games out there. I also have Tales of the Abyss, but I feel like I have to start with Symphonia. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. 
because Symphonia has the most basic battle system in the kind of like the new ages. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very good starting point. It gets you all the basics down, and each sequential one after that, Tales of the Abyss and Tales of Vesperia. Let's not count Tales of Legendia. That's not a good game, but uh, <laughs> they 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 kind of they add more things to the list that you can do that it's very hard to make your way back. Interesting. Uh, but Symphonia is very strong. It's a very strong base, and it's got it's got a really good story and some nice twists. Uh, I I very much enjoyed the game. Uh, just one thing I will say, like I said earlier, uh, you can play four player. Um, Second player, um, it really works as a four-player game in the late game. Early on in the game, it's more of a one-player game, two-player game. Because uh, unlike Vesperia, and I'm guessing Abyss if they did fix that, um, playing manual or having someone play your magic users, not exactly the most fun experience for them. <laughs> better, better off used as a computer. Uh, unless I guess it works for their play style, I suppose. But um, you only get one, and kind—I of, have to say, like two and a half characters that you can play as that isn't the main character, mm-hmm. and that's uh, Kratos. Right off the bat, you get a guy named Kratos on your team. He's a good Kratos? second. Kratos. Uh, Zeus, I would kill you. <laughs> no, they call him Kratos. I'm pretty sure they call him Kratos in the game. No, yeah, I, I, no, I, I don't know. Yeah. I was just it's spelled, it's spelled the same. It's spelled the exact same. Uh. Um, but they call him Kratos, and uh, Colette is the other, like the second player kind of character, mm. kind of a mid-range uh, fighter. But that it's a very good game, very solid, and it's a it's it's a game that you can play with your friends, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. So I know that's one I need to get to for sure. Uh, number three on the list: the Devil May Cry franchise. I have the HD collection. And I'm honestly, I'm looking to my top ten list I made here for you know some of these final ones. Cheater. Um, I I know that's you know, I kind of make a list. You gotta knock some of them down off the list. Uh, so the Devil May Cry franchise, you know, the, the first game, you know, arguably one of the best action games ever made, and I've never played it. Uh, people say three is really good as well. So I am looking forward to that, and that's you know definitely a few. Uh, you know, games that that franchise I need to knock out there. I do have four as well, um, but it's mostly thinking of you know, DMC is coming up. I'm obviously not going to play DMC uh, before I play the entire franchise, but you know something I, I'd like to get to DMC as well this year, but just uh, several months from now. Number two, Banjo Kazooie. Um, you look <laughs> exactly. Um, I. I enjoy 3D platformers like, you know, the Galaxy games, and then everyone loves Banjo-Kazooie games. And then maybe I can go back and listen to the episode from Second Save File and know what the hell is going on. So there you go. There you go. That would solve that. I mean, I, it's just a game that everyone's just like, you never played that? And I'm like, I didn't have an N64. I, mean, um, I should be honest. I've, I've played through some of Chewie. Um and I've played a little bit of Kazooie, but I haven't beaten the games. I got as far as Gobi's Desert in the first game and, like, something Jolly Ranger or whatever. Mm. It's a Never weird touched pirate. The gay, the, uh, gay pirate level. I don't know. <laughs> and Tui. I can't promise I'll get to Tui, um, but I have to at least 
uh, beat Banjo Kazooie. So I like the commercials. Commercials. I'm not remembering any of the commercials. That, that, that's the only thing I know about them. Sorry, Cars! I really like I really like uh, the music Banjo Kazooie games. Um, and then number one, which is like my number one was for my top ten. I have down here Super Mario Brothers three and World. Um, I don't think I. I mean, obviously three uh, is one that I have to play, but I feel like I couldn't leave World off of the list, so I just said I'll I'll play beat both of them um, and have that be that. Like the the two D uh, platforming, like I've got to get over it. I've got to get that experience, and what better games to get such experience from so definitely fantastic games in their own right and kind of what i was talking about with the whole new super Mario Bros. thing when you play those games you see what they're working with you realize how early on in the game uh in the kind of video game platforming world mm-hmm. those were and so just fantastic titles that's a game i would hope i would see you stream with like sorty or something just Three, have or... it in mario luigi yeah both that's... they both have two player and they they have the fake the same two-player kind of thing, so... Nice. Um, definitely an experience... I think he's worse at those 2D platformers than I am, but... <laughs> well, yeah, but... As a... It, 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 hey, Mario and Luigi... Yoko and Sardi. Super... Did, did you uh, watch the... I think, new Super Mario Brothers... Uh, Wii... Game Grumps? Uh, I saw the new Super Mario Brothers U Game Grumps. Oh, that might have been They were both one-off episodes. Yeah... They, uh, really? I, I thought they continued with them, but, um... Uh, maybe. I, they, they, might have, they might have continued a little bit with New Super Mario Bros. Wii, but I think they yeah. stopped because it was boring. Yeah. Well, they, they were, uh, mentioning this, uh, mechanic that has... I don't... I think it might have, uh, been in Mario 3 first, but they were mentioning the, uh, camera and how... It was actually something really revolutionary where it stuck onto platforms so that when you were jumping, like moving left and right really quickly, it did, the screen didn't shake. It sort of snapped to platforms. I just never yeah. really thought about that. And yeah, um, I think it was more or less of a snapping and more of a little bit of give either yeah. way. Because, uh, but I mean, I, I never really noticed that, but you probably could be right about that. Yeah. I wouldn't be too surprised. Um, yeah, there's just a lot. I mean, those are solid games and wonderful games. But there is a bit of revolutionary stuff to Mario 3, as yeah. I recall. Um, Mario's sprite in Mario 3 is actually two different sprites. Hmm. Hmm. Not a whole lot of people know that. They couldn't get so many color. They couldn't have so many colors on a sprite. So what they did was oh, actually really? they ended up separating. To, so Mario was actually two separate sprites. One really was his head, one was his body, so they could get enough colors to actually define his head. So it'd be like floating head doctor, but yeah. Mario. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, sometimes if you kind of have your game in wrong, it won't load one of the sprites, so you're walking around with a headless Mario or a floating head Mario. That anyway, I do have the Super Mario All-Stars Wii version, so that is the oh. version of 3 I'm expecting to play. So. Oh, man. I, I, man, I would, <laughs> I would grab my Super Mario... Uh, All-Stars and Super Mario World Kart and head over there. <laughs> well, I don't have a Super Nintendo, so they... Well, I do. I just don't have my freaking... 
I, I, have, I have to go that way technically so I can get my freaking AC adapter or just buy one for like five du- bucks down at my local game store. So There you go. So my five games, a uh, quick recap. All right, quick recap. Uh, Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door, Tales of Symphonia, Devil May Cry franchise, Banjo-Kazooie, and Super Mario Bros. 3 and World. Pretty solid yeah. list. I think so, too. I mean, I yeah. I don't want to say, like, oh, I'm going to play this game this year, you know, for the new games that are coming out. Because I have so much in the backlog, and I have a lot of history to catch up on. So that's what I use this list I for. The biggest game I see on your list is Devil May Cry franchise, because that you one... You would think kinda, that. that. That No, I, I really... That one's not that Nintendo. Game. Come on. <laughs> like... Well, I've uh, didn't didn't you know I've played Devil May Cry three and I really enjoyed it. Okay, but I there the first game is pretty solid. Second game not so solid. That's Third game pretty solid. Fourth game not so solid. And now they're coming out with that weird one. People are liking the demo a lot. <sighs> I keep hearing a, I keep hearing mixed reviews on it. Hmm. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be an all right game. But I feel like the story is going to be absolutely Nobody crap. wants to bet against Snake here. It's probably true. Um, I did we're... not feel like Devil May Cry 3 was hard. Really? Yeah. I, 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 I breezed through that game, and I wasn't playing on easy. Hmm. Well, we're out of time, so we have to skip mail time, and we're going to use the same questions, but we have to... Are we technically out of time? Yep. Oh. I mean, we, we took so long just to get started. I know. But it's also NFL football, and True. 49ers football. and Packers are playing, and this is the game I want to see this weekend. Wait, who, who just played? Uh, oh, how did that end up? It was Ravens and Broncos. Please, 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 please. And it was tied for a long time, and oh it was high scoring, and my app is loading. This is also for down the sidelines. Oh, come <laughs> on. What are you sidelines? Wait. What oh my god, it's still line. going. It's in overtime. Oh my god. All the more reason why we have to stop this podcast. But first, you new uh, YouTube video recommendations. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> holy new, crap. Uh, hmm. Overtime. Um, my yeah. video recommendation for this week. Uh, that Sonic fan film came out from Blue Core Studios. I'm not saying watch that. Another podcast called The Bandcast uh, put out some commentary on it and uh Psy guy was involved with that so i'll have a link in the show notes but watch the commentary on the sonic fan film uh you know riffing on it uh, and oh, that that made it more enjoyable because oh, okay. hmm i think we might have to make that a soapbox on next show mirror news i'm sure one of you two super and tony will have things to say about it. I, I keep looking at him going, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that. You don't, but I'm, I so want to hear what you think about it. <sighs> That's true. I, I, I suppose I'll, I, I know what I'll do. I'll have my friend come over and we'll sit down and we'll watch it. Because he's a bigger Sonic fan than I am. So. Mm. But as most people have, have known and apparently surprised to find out that Sonic is like my fourth favorite franchise is... Maybe it's fifth, actually. Yeah. What? <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the thing. When I said it the first time on this podcast, I got that from you. Yep. Remember that. It's, it's a fair reaction. What yeah. is this your YouTube video recommendation? Okay, I'm recommending a uh, channel. Uh, I'm a Vegeta. I'm a, it's, well, I'm a Mac. I, 
I M M A Vegeta. Um, it's basically he has like a thousand videos of varying from like two seconds to a minute, and it's just all these quotes from uh, DBZ of uh, all the different dubs where Vegeta says something really, really ridiculous. Like, whether it's just what he's saying or whether it's the way he says it. There's one hmm. of them. Interesting. So, Moses, you're not going to like this. Ravens tie Broncos 35-35 to 35 on Joe Flacco's 70-yard touchdown to Jacoby Jones. 31 seconds left. Playoff uh, overtime. <laughs> God damn. I hate the Ravens. I know you so do. Bad. So, I'm a Vegeta's channel. Yeah. All right, and check that out. It, you can use them as reaction yeah. images. I mean, reaction videos, hmm. if you're that kind of person. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy Super, Allen. what about you? I am going to say, beautiful little moment. It's a oh. filmmaker. Maker. Yes. Everyone needs to see it. I am not going to give you anything more than that. It's just called Beautiful Little Moment. It's a it was beautiful. I think I know what that's generally about, but I will keep that a surprise to everyone as well. It's an amazing little video. Beautiful little moment. Speaking of which, uh, the 41st episode of that was yes. probably my favorite. It's the it latest right. one that was out there. That they, uh... I feel like that video went on six seconds longer than it should have because it had this beautiful moment where they could have ended. Hmm. Hmm. It's true. Anyway, Major Moses, thank you very much for being on quite last minute. Yes. Um, it, was, it was fun. It, yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, we had the, you had the gaming resolutions idea first. So we're going to make a thread in the what are you playing section of the forums. Have uh, Sminjas put down their five games or franchises that they will attempt to beat by the end of the year. And it'll make for a good little retrospective uh, thank by, you for being by next so year. much more reliable than some people. I try. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have Tony back hopefully next week for Show Me Your News. We'll get his five games and franchises. Um, and we'll have a very, very packed show um, as far as gaming news goes because a lot has happened. I really hope that uh, uh, fr- internet-enabled fridge makes it on there. Internet-enabled fridge, huh? Yeah. On Kotaku, it's yeah. I'm gonna have to buy one. I know Valve yeah. Box will be one of the things. So there you go, mm-hmm. Valve Box. Something to oh. look forward to. That's right, Pokemon X and Y. Man, it's gonna be a fun show next week. So we'll catch you at Show Me Your News. But with that, for what are you playing? And with I that am... bombshell, <laughs> it's time it's to end. It's time to end. I am Yoko. I am Super. I'm Major Moses. And we're out. Have a good one.